Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Morbid Instinct. Tonight, the usual crew is here, Jeremy Collette, Josh, and myself, Elaine. And we are going to be talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. So we watched the Netflix, uh, I don't know, miniseries special, I don't know what you call it, uh, called Conversations with a Killer, the Jeffrey Dahmer Tapes. It was a three-part um, series that basically was about, uh, had like the attorneys and experts and journalists um, kind of talking about Dahmer's crimes and his arrest and um, kind of how that all went down. Um, I know a lot of people probably have heard of Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, if we have some younger crowd, maybe you're not as familiar. Um, so basically, um, he was an American serial killer and sex offender who killed and dismembered 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991. Um, later, his crimes involved uh, also cannibalism and nef necrophilia and permanent preservation of body parts. Um, but he was eventually arrested in 1991. Um, he did confess um, to the murders. And then he was convicted of 16 counts of first-degree murder, two counts of disorderly conduct, um, and second-degree murder, um, sexual assault, and enticing um, a child. And then he, he um, got life without possibility of parole. Is the child and one for the dude that... Uh uh for the kid that got uh, tried to escape i'm assuming so since he was only 14 that's what i was thinking too that it was for that kid but he did get life without parole a positive with parole and then he was um bludgeoned and killed in prison in 1994. so we're just going to kind of talk about i guess some of his crimes what we saw maybe learned from the series and that kind of thing so josh if you want to start us off that would be great yeah so uh first off when i was watching this thing it's just like it was funny because one of the first things that they were talking about was like they're like why would you like admit to everything because i mean most of the tapes were like uh i, I shouldn't mention i think it was from her uh, his lawyer right the female that was in most of the videos was like his lawyer that was uh, that they were picking so then all this stuff that was on the tapes was from her defense part right or yeah, at least that's what 30, i was taking from it was 32 tapes that she had recorded with him and he was speaking and everything but it was her and him yeah so and it was funny how, like, the first, like, uh, I think five minutes of it, she's asking, oh, why did you admit to everything? And it's like, dude, did you see all the stuff that I had in my apartment? It's going to be hard to, like, disprove that I didn't do any of this stuff. <laughs> and that's why I was like, dude, whoa. Is the, when they talk about a true psycho, oh, I think it's a psychopath that has, oh, that lacks empathy, right? I think... Well, yeah, any yeah. of these people. I mean, there's a couple where, things, yeah. Where, yeah. Like, this was the first guy that I saw that truly did not care about anyone that he killed. It seemed like he just wanted to have the control over his victims the whole time. Like, he didn't want to be alone. So he well, was like... Well, I do think some of it stemmed from his... I mean, not that this is an excuse or anything, but I think some of it stemmed from his childhood because I guess when his parents got divorced, because he kept talking and they keep talking about like he he wanted them to stay, like he always felt like people were going to abandon him, kind of a thing. And I mean, that's also, kind of a sick way to do it, but you know. And also, he was uh, he realized he was gay at the age of thirteen, and he he didn't like being gay, so that was an issue in itself, right there. 
So right, because back in those days, it wasn't you know an accepted thing. And, or and this is the and this is the main thing too is that it looked like he actually really tried hard to, or at least at first, he really tried hard not to kill. Like because the first time he killed somebody was like what, like eighty eight right. or eighty nine? Right. I think. Yeah, right? No, he Seven. killed. No, he killed the first guy in 1978. Yes. And then it was nine years after. Yeah, I remember right. that. Mm-hmm. So, like, he went a long time, and it seemed like the only reason why he killed that other dude, it seemed like, was because he had that impulse the whole time, right? Well, Where, I think. Like, I, I think, I think well, the second guy was drug it. induced, wasn't it? Or he got like drunk or something. Yeah, and I know he dr- got hammered. I don't know if drugs. Well, were, I think he I took the same pills, didn't drugs. he, on accident? Oh, he could have, and then he blacked th- out. Well, and- you guys didn't watch the movie, so I th- they didn't really explain that during this particular. Um, but in the movie, it showed that. Like, yeah, in the movie, the they, that's the what they time. showed with the second killing. Yeah, remember? just so the listeners know, there's yeah. also a uh, a movie, like a Hollywood, well, not a Hollywood movie, but like a movie that they made, a Netflix movie um, about him as well. And it's I actually, it was a good movie, the... and it was actually really close to the real the real story, too, with a yeah, couple of differences. I can't remember who the actor is of Dahmer, though. I know he's been in multiple movies, but I can't remember his name. He was good. At, that, that guy was a good Dahmer, too. Yeah. So, like, and there's, like, a bunch of memes about it, too. Well, yeah, it's well, Evan like, Peters. Evan Peters, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can't remember what else he's in, though. <laughs> like, uh, but anyway, that's beside the point. Well, like, he was Quicksilver, wasn't he, in X-Men? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was Quicksilver in uh, Days of Futures Past and... First okay. class for X-Men. Well, anyway. But anyway. So let's get back. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's get anyway, back on the topic. Well, we are. I was just explaining that in the movie or in that 10-episode series, they go into more detail on that second killing, I think. And part of it was he took the... If you know, he basically drugged his victims. Well, the second one, he drugged himself. He he accidentally drank the one that yeah, the was meant was for the guy. So he got hammered at the same time the guy did, and basically, I think, beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Not yeah. knowing he that he did it. Blacked out he did and then, say that. Yeah. He did say that in the video. He did yeah. say it, that in that. Yeah, he said he that, but it... There was more detail behind yeah, it, and I think. And I think that's the, one reason why he was like, well, I mean... I think that's why he started killing more often, too, was, like, after that, because he was like, well, I can't go back from here type of thing. No, I think it changed his mind. No, I think it changed his way of thinking. Oh, before like he was to trying it? to He was trying to avoid killing before. Once he went to the Ambassador Hotel, it was like, and did that, it was like all hands were off after that. He was going to continue what he was doing. Well, and I think he explained that when they were talking. Like that, he was very honest in his conversation. I yeah. think it, I think it's because, like what Josh said, is that well, he knew he was caught and that he wasn't going to get out of it. I mean, well, yeah, you might as well. Just, well, yeah, and you that's might what, as well tell but, him everything because I mean, how else? Are, like when you got the embalming fluid, or like not embalming, but uh, like you have the stuff for acid to like completely dispose of a bomb, and then you got all the trophies for like certain people's body parts and stuff in there, and and you got so much evidence. 
from him that like well, how, I mean, this what, guy how could I, you cannot but it? i honestly think he really ultimately he was messed up in the head obviously but and i think he but, knew he was messed up in his head yeah no he knew but like he tried to like if you recall near the end one of the reasons he got caught <laughs> was because he wanted to change the way he was doing things so they he wouldn't kill the people so like make them zombies yeah he drilled into that that kid's head and he put muriat muriatic that muriatic muriatic acid in his head to to make him a zombie that's what he did and so i don't i think ultimately he was trying not to kill them at some point but it was like yeah but i think he was trying not to do that for his own gain no shit because obviously they die they leave right well, not in his head at first. I think no, it, his, his mind started to evolve that they weren't really there anymore, that he actually wanted them around. But he didn't feel confident in himself that he couldn't that just have a... Could get somebody to stay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because they would always leave. Because you notice with every victim, he said that he wanted to be with them as long as he could be, you know, as long as he could. So he did have a pleasure in that. He wanted them to stay around with him. Yep. So, yeah, that, you might be I right think on that's that. That's essentially why he killed some of the people, too, is because they were talking about as certain victims. They were saying that, hey, I wanted to go home for the night. And then, and then well, he part well, of that. Okay. I think yeah. there was a couple of them that it's like he wasn't doing it for like a few days or like a week or so and then all of a sudden it's like the person was going to leave and then all of a sudden it was like it just like made him snap well or something. a good example i think is the tony the guy that was the deaf the deaf guy, the deaf tony, guy. yeah that was a good example of i don't think i think if that dude would have continuously stayed he would have never yeah. killed that one yeah I don't think he met him thinking he was going to kill no, him. No, that was the first one like he, he got involved with and he was doing yeah. a lot of stuff with. Yeah. Like, and, but it was the minute he tried to leave and said, you know, and he was worried about him not coming back that he decided. And that was also the body that was still in the house when he was caught. Like he hadn't done anything with the body at all. So, um, that's where I said, I think, I honestly think that's what shifted him was that one. Like he wanted to keep them all like there after that. Mm-hmm. Like before that he was, you know, getting rid of the body and he was, you know, uh, like, I mean, during the first melting kill, the skin off and all that, that nasty like stuff in his place for like weeks. No, he did, but all of them prior to Tony, I think that was what his name was, the deaf guy, uh-huh, Tony yeah. Smith Sears. or something. Yeah. Tony yeah. Sears, yeah. Yeah, prior to that, he was putting all the victims and getting rid of all their skin and everything, and he just had the, or he was eating them and dismembering and eating them, right? But, because I think he had, what, 10 pounds of body parts left yeah that he had looked him. like he had bought it wow. from the grocery store yeah yeah and uh so he ate like 40 pounds because i think he said he started with around 50 pounds of which is again <laughs> it, yeah i know but, it's just like gross man it's like, no but the point being is that prior that was prior to the tony guy the tony guy he still had in the house and then the next victim was the one that he was trying to keep alive. So I think he was, he, he, he had bodies all over the place, though. No, they he said, did. But what I'm saying is, is 
they were all cut up and dealt with differently until he met Tony and killed Tony. Once he killed Tony, he still had Tony's body. He hadn't messed with it at all. It was still in the house. Like, and then the next victim was the one that he got caught with that he wasn't killing, that he was trying to make a walking, like, where they wouldn't be able to tell him to leave or that oh, they and, were going to leave. And that was a, a, a amazing about the police then. He must have been, because he had Tony's body on the bed in the other room when the cops came to his place that time. Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> and they like, didn't even yeah, check dude. That was when the guy escaped with the handcuff and he was in his underwear with his handcuff on yeah, his the 14 arm. year old. Yeah. And they brought mm -hmm. him back. The, this is what uh, this was what was unbelievable to me. They brought him back to him and he did it again to the boy's brain. I was like totally blew my mind. And yeah, like, and, and, like, well, that's yeah. He, he did a Part lot of shit where like the cops didn't even find. Like he had the, I think what was it, the first dude's body in his trunk, and then the cops pulled him over. But I guess they, part of that, that though is go. if you don't have a, I mean, a lot of cops would react that no, way. No, he he was a manipulator. Oh, I'm he not saying he type. wasn't because yeah. he was good at talking oh, he could his talk stuff out of stuff, but. Yeah. But at the same time, if you go to somebody's house that's never done anything and the explanation is that guy's my boyfriend and he's like drunk and the you know, I don't know if they would do anything with the guy. I'm just saying even today. Yeah, but I, I do have to say, I mean, I feel bad for all the victims, but I do the one that we're talking about, the fourteen year old comrade. Yes. Smith is some Well, he was Smith the brother of the he one that away. he killed, right? He was only he fourteen a, years yeah. old. He But he was also he, a brother of one he killed before. He yeah, but he got away, got out of the house. Yeah. And, and a then neighbor's they took him back. A neighbor's uh daughter and niece saw him naked, disoriented in the street. And then they called the cops to help him. And basically the cops gave him back to Jeffrey Dahmer with a dead body laying in his bedroom. Well, I get that. But what I'm saying and is they ended up killing Dahmer didn't bad. have a, like, oh, well, it is, but Dahmer didn't have a record. You know, I don't think at the time, as far as I know, I don't remember, but I know he was fired from jobs for doing weird shit, but you're not going to do that. I obviously weird. I can't believe these cops didn't realize that 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 child was fourteen years old. Well, that I that well, I yeah wouldn't... because the lady called back to see what happened, and they're telling her it was a man, and I'm like, he's fourteen well, years old. Well, the crazy old, part about so. that though is I think those two officers were awarded like medals. Yeah, sick. Later. Yes, they were they were fired, and then they appealed. <laughs> they were fired they got and put appealed back on the board. Yeah. But I think they oh went on to other forces and then got, like, accolades throughout their career. Hell the fuck. Wow. I mean... And you find more of that out if you watch the Dahmer movie. But, but. I did want to mention, Jeremy, because you were talking about um, Tony Sears. Um, it did say that he was the first victim that where he actually started keeping body that, parts. That's what I was with, saying. With him that, in 1989 it, when he killed him. So that, that was the first time things. he started doing that. Yeah, yeah so that it, kind of shifted, I guess, shifted a little bit. what he was doing. And, and then it he... shifted even further after that. And that's what I was saying. I think he he was learning what he liked. And Disliked I don't know yet. if he necessarily liked doing what he was doing. One, uh, thing, that, one thing that amazed me was... It's almost like he wanted to get caught because he was doing stuff to just seem... 
Like, one thing really? that amazed me though was the photos of his place after they after they arrested him and everything. The photos of his the evidence photos. His place looks so small, and for them to say over and over what he had in there, and human body parts, and he lived in that day by day, surrounded by these body parts. It just blows my mind. Well, not mind. only could you imagine the smell, because even one of the neighbors was talking about how they were smelling it come out into into the hallway and stuff. And, you know, he's claiming, oh, it's my freezer, blah, you know, whatever. But you know, I was just like, man, I couldn't imagine actually being in the apartment if people outside can smell it. That's, poof. Yeah, but that should have keyed the, the cops in, too, when they brought them back. Yeah, I mean, like that, you couldn't have smelled that? It, it's, there are things that it's like, what? And it's like it tells you what the cops really care about sometimes. Anyway. Well, yeah, because most cops talk about that they know the smell of death, and you can never forget mm -hmm. that smell once you smelled it one time. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll know what it is immediately. I mean, but yeah, it just it's lucky with the car part because it's like that he had a body in the trunk or whatever. No one's going to know. Again, you pull a guy over for speeding or whatever it was. And I gonna... think I and I think he was weak too by drugging them. He would bring them home and then uh, put something in their drink and drug them. It's like, wow. And then well, take he learned that when he was the medical intern or whatever. Yeah, yeah he learned about that drug. Mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, no, he, yeah. did, he was horrible. He beat people, strangled them, cut them up. I mean, drilled the heads well, and put acid yeah. in. I mean, good Lord. I well, mean, he was ate doing, them. I mean, what But it, it is all stuff that stemmed from his childhood because he was doing the taxidermy stuff. That's basically what he was doing. Yeah. But he was doing it with humans, and then he shifted to work. The whole eating part, I don't know why, but... You know, he was drinking human blood when he was Plus, the, the lawyer was intern. talking about, too, um, that at the end, too, talk about necrophilia. Like, he was, like, opening their whole body mm -hmm. and, like, having sex with the internal organs. Yeah, that's nasty. I mean, what I the mean, hell? But when you're messed up in the head, I mean, you're just trying to find things to... Uh, I can't... I can't fathom just the thought process that these guys have, but they're all narcissists, every single one of them. Well, yeah. They well, yeah, care about themselves. I mean, they don't about care about what anybody they want, else. What they feel they need, and they don't care about if they're hurting other people, obviously. No, because he they cared about his feelings and them leaving him, yeah. not how they felt in wanting to be there with him. See, and that's, and that's a, you know, they don't think about how do I change to get the person not to leave. That's, that's right. That doesn't go into their heads. Without it's, having to do all the other... It's, yeah. no, I got to kill them so they don't leave. I have to do something. And that's and that's what, with all of them, it's the same thing. You know, that everybody, all these guys, they're all narcissistic. Yeah. And there's a reason why they do stuff because mm -hmm. it's personally impacting them. It's mm -hmm. not, they don't care about how it impacts anyone else. No, and they have no empathy either for anybody or any... Oh, I was brutally beat when I was a kid. Well, you're not the only one. I'm just, you know, not everybody that's abused when they're kids react yeah, the same way. Yeah, a murder. Um, so it's like, it's just the way they yeah. take things and how they deal with them. It's, well, one, one thing I will say about this video, I thought by the name of it, that we would might be able to get more information because he spoke you know, in the tapes.
But really, all in all, I was kind of disappointed with the documentary because it was everything we already knew. Yeah, I didn't feel like we learned a whole lot. I mean, maybe, well, we ought to learned a little bit more maybe about the victims well, themselves. But uh, Part of the problem was when we did it, when we watched this particular one, we watched the 10-episode thing first. So yeah, the movie everything before. that we watched in that, we heard in this. So it was like we didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty. We close. really didn't learn anything else. No. Like it was literally just hearing him say what we saw before. I mean, they might have embellished on a couple of things just for like Hollywood factor. But really, they didn't. But not. I mean, well, one of the biggest differences was Niecy Nash is in it, and she plays Glinda. Glinda something. The neighbor that the called neighbor the that called the police, but. In the epi- in the series, she lived next door to him, but really, truly, she lived across the street. But I mean, yeah, yeah, she didn't live in the same building in the movie or in the ten episode movie. She lived next to him, and that's but in that, real life she lived in like real life she lived the across the street. But I mean, so that's that, not. I mean, that's really one of the only differences we saw. But every everything else, like. His murder, the the prisoner that killed him at the end, if you read stories about it, that's exactly what happened because he killed the other prisoner first. Um, well, I do so, want to mention, too, so when he got killed in prison in 94, so in the, in the last episode, the last episode, the, um, the one black gentleman um, that knew some of the victims, he was talking about that he used to work in a prison. And so he finds it interesting that, like, these two guys were on their own cleaning up like the gym area right to where the guy had the opportunity. Cause he's like, he kills. I used to work in a prison and we watched them do everything. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it was planned. Well, they, they, and, they even showed that in the episode. Well, And I do want to say one ironic thing too. The first guy he killed in 1978, he killed him by bludgeoning him with a, um, a weight, you mm-hmm. know, that you use for exercising barbell. And basically he was, Kind of killed the same way in 94 because they were in a gym and the guy grabbed like a barbell or something and was and beat him to death with it. So it's kind of like, well, you got you got yours, didn't you? But yeah, end. when he was in prison, you could tell he liked hearing that they were talking about him. So again, another narcissistic Well, it's narcissistic, trait. yeah, because it's all about me. So, but I mean, you know, with all of these guys, that's the one, and I've talked about it in every episode we've had, is they're all narcissists, every single one of them. And, and you have to, I mean, honestly, because you, you can't have empathy. And what one thing I never understand, and I talked to Elaine about this before we got on the podcast tonight, was that one thing I know, and you said it at the beginning, Josh, was that this was the first one that you saw that truly didn't care about anybody else, that you felt that. I never understand why they ever act like they do. I think it's just a way to get out of or try to get a lesser yeah, sentence. If you do that because kind of truly, stuff, you don't care. And well, that's what I said. If I'm a serial killer, I don't give a shit. Like when I'm, <laughs> and I'm gonna come off that way because if you're truly a, if you're truly into what you're doing, you know you're, you need to be all in. Well, I and think I've never understood. This is the first yeah. one that I agree with that, you know. I honestly think that he wanted to get caught, and he wanted to get caught for a while, but they weren't. So it was like he's just going to keep doing it. Well, yeah, because I forgot about when he had the body in the trunk or whatever, the the bags of body parts he was going to get rid of, and he got pulled over. Yeah. And they didn't see it. It's like there was all these opportunities. Like, oh, my God. He purposely did a lot of stuff. He kept the stuff in his freaking house. And it was like it was an ego thing for him to 
get the people to leave. Like, meaning the cops, if the cops showed up, it was an ego trip for him to, like, get well, out he, of it, right? Like, but I think he ultimately tried to. Because he well, was almost he like not getting... felt, He could have felt that he was, uh, you know, they wouldn't catch him. You know, what's the well, word I'm looking got, for? He might have, uh, like Jeremy said, wanted to get caught, could maybe get more sloppy because, and I don't remember if this was in the the three episode or the 10 episode one, but the first guy that he killed, he like, he put him in a chipper or did something, right? Remember? Cause then he, he went up on his roof and he like threw the guys like uh, bones and stuff all over the yard. Yeah. So he wouldn't get caught. This is what right? I was saying. That's that what I'm saying. And then it, it's everything like, okay, shifted. And then he goes forward it's and like he's having he bodies everywhere. Had, it's like he knew he had a problem and he was doing things in a way that he would get caught. But at the same time, if somebody came to his house, he would try to get out of whatever it was. He would lie right. to him. He would, but it was like an ego thing for him. Oh, I'm not getting caught. Oh yeah. The, oh, got away with it again. At the yeah, time, that, that last one, it was like, well, fuck, I can't. Well, then right. now it's like, here's all that I did. And again, that's an ego thing. I killed 25 people. It's like this is where I would say, if I was a serial killer, when I knowing that I'm gonna be convicted anyways with all this shit in my house. Yeah. How about I tell you I killed 150 people. Yeah. Well, because it's like at that point why though, does it fucking matter i mean it, it's like i think an aggravating thing to like narcissistic and probably just a big like f you to like the victims was just how calm and nonchalant he was just talking about all but this again, stuff too. why would you not be this is what you do basically for a living i mean the, he yeah, didn't really I mean, have a job per se every time he got one he got fired because but he would get fi he got fired from it too though he didn't go in a couple days or something he decided to stay home <laughs> Or something that's well, the, but that's what I'm saying. His his job truly was just killing people. That's what he did. Well, and he was an alcoholic. Yeah, but that's what I mean, that's why he couldn't keep else. work though, because he would always go to work drunk. Remember, he was, uh, and his dad would always. That's the thing too. His dad always like stuck up for him. Well, his dad. So his dad wasn't really in the three part series. They had a lot of his dad in the ten part one. And yeah, his dad would always. Well, I mean, he got into Ohio State with no grades because his dad had a connection there. Yeah, and then and then out, he but... flunked out because he he spent too much time partying. Yeah. I mean, so it's like if you watch that, you get a lot more background on the guy. Yeah, they give a little bit more, like they talk more about his childhood and his parents separating and his yeah, mom was I his mom really don't care. About his childhood, I, I, you know. No, I'm not saying you care, but what I'm saying is, is that you you see like the guy didn't do shit growing up, but he was always given stuff, and it's like, well, like his dad always, he got into college with like shitty grades because, and he got into Ohio State because his dad had a connection there. Well, then he flunked out in a semester. And then his dad would get him a job somewhere, and he'd get fired. Well, he got discharged. Then, he got, and he got out discharged the from the army for, yeah, it was for stealing or being drunk or something like. Well, that, that was part of where he was idiot. doing the medical stuff, and then he was, yeah, taking those stuff. But yeah, it. It's it's just, well, my point is, people do stuff like that all the time, and they don't go killing people. Exactly. No, exactly. I, I'm not saying. No, I'm not. Like I said, yeah. there's no excuses coming from me. There's no excuse for it. It's just like when I talk about half of these guys trying to get off for mental defects. Well, if you're killing people and you're eating them, 
Yeah. You obviously have one. Well, so, he was he was diagnosed. There's no with, excuse for what well, he's he was doing. diagnosed with a couple personality disorders and like a psychotic disorder, but they said that he was, you know, competent to stand trial or sane or whatever. Yeah, because if you're trying, trying to hide to... stuff, they're like, you know, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, he was trying to get off on the insanity thing too, oh, yeah. and it didn't they all work. Do. Yeah, yeah, they all try it, but it don't go nowhere. That shouldn't even be so. a thing, is my point. I, I agree. All, to be able to do what they do, any of them, but they're they insane. Have a, there's something, there's wrong, something wrong in their head. Yeah. They're not normal, period. I, you know, So it's not an excuse to me. It all never right. is. I, I don't agree. understand. I don't even understand why it's a an option. Because I think it's used, because I think you can fucking make somebody think, especially with the way these psychiatrists are these day and age. Like, a good example is, what's her name? And I know we're kind of digressing. The mom, uh, Andrea Yates. Oh, God. In Texas. I don't even think she's in a mental facility anymore. She's out. So, like, she's just normal because they solved her. My ass. She doesn't have kids anymore. That's, That's how she's solved. She doesn't have to worry. About I mean, yeah. don't let her have. You know, yeah. what what happens if she has kids again and she gets stressed out or whatever? She'll probably do the same fucking thing because that's how she reacts to it. I mean, uh, so it's like, uh, anyways. But because there's that ability yeah. mm-hmm. where you can there. get off by being insane at the time, you well, have what, these people that get what do you out think, for. What do you think about him? Uh, Getting baptized and uh, turning, uh, reading the Bible and stuff. Well, I think People... you can because he wasn't shown any of that growing up. I mean, uh, he was, but he wasn't in the same manner. Like if you're, you know, it's like I don't know. It's, but at the same time, at that point, does it really freaking matter either? You still killed. 20 people or whatever it was 17 so you can become born again all you want but it doesn't mean well, you're still anything. gonna have to tone for your sins when you get yeah it's yeah so i mean you know I mean, yeah so when you get to that door he's still gonna send you packing i mean so tone for what you did whether you're a born again christian or not i mean but i mean i can see that somebody would because they have nothing else to do in prison for one well, so, I, mean, I was just wondering what you guys thought about that because, to me, honestly, I wouldn't think he would turn to something like that, but apparently he did. So, well, well, again, because for one, he had the time to truly read it and understand it. I think when he was out normal, he wasn't really ever in his right mind. Well, he and couldn't you, drink in you, prison. And so, you said yourself that he didn't really want to kill people. Well, yeah, he could, but he was drunk all the time. It's like, you know, you don't really know how the guy really truly is normal. Like, because if you drink constantly, all you see is the drunk person. Like, in prison, he couldn't drink. So the person he was was probably who he really is in prison. Like, it. Yeah. So, I mean... I think his normal drinking habit when he was out was alcohol. I do have to say, though, the one I think the one scene that did really get me in the three part series was on, in the third one when they were showing the clip in court when the sister of one of the victims was like uh-huh. screaming oh, at him in yeah. the courtroom. I was just like, I mean, I was oh, just like, man, I, I could see why she <laughs> yeah. was so upset. Yeah, I mean, I totally get it. And. I know they were grabbing her because they didn't want him to hurt, you know, but, for, you know, but I'm sitting there thinking, you deserve this. You deserve every bit to stand there and listen to her scream at you about well, this. I and mean, she has a right to he, do that. And I think that's why he just sat there because he knew she did have the right. 
So he didn't move. He didn't no, move. No, he just sat inch. there calm, didn't say anything, did nothing. He just. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that was heart wrenching. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That part really got to me. Yeah, I mean, she, she really was got hurting to me. really bad. You could tell. Yeah, he hurt a lot of people. You know, all those people had family members. All those 17 people that he killed. It was like so sad. Well, in the one family, it was like twice because he had. Oh, yeah, the brother. The brother, and then he killed and the younger brother. And then he didn't like, even know it was his brother. Yeah, he was, and, like, shocked, like, they were yeah, related. Yeah, like, oh, wow, they were related? It's like, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean. And not in a good way. Amazing no, in a, no. Not, yeah. Jaw-dropping, just, really. That's what happened. When they would say certain things, they would kind of, my jaw would drop. It was like, what? What? It's, like, hard to believe. But there are, are, sad to say, there were people like that. I don't know. It's hard to get away with serial killing now. Thank goodness, right? With all the surveillance and stuff like that. Well, it all would have to be done. I mean, the thing is, what is it considered serial killer when it's full? How many? More than two or some shit? Yeah, three, I think. I think it's like three or whatever. The only way you could do it is like the way the one in Idaho just recently did, where they killed the four at once. Right. I mean, like he, a, he's considered yeah. a serial killer, but it was all done at one time. And was it all his family? Or no, just, it was. No, have oh, you heard about that? Four one? People living no, in a. I didn't hear uh, it. It was four college kids that lived in this house. They lived on oh. campus. Oh wow! And this guy came from a different school that was but that was kind of close, but mm. came and killed him. And they're still yeah, trying to figure recent, out like why. Like, literally done, within yeah. the last couple of months. They just arrested wow. him like what, a week or so ago. They finally arrested somebody. It's kind of an interesting story. Wow. Well, that's my wait times. Yeah. Well, no. anyway. To- anyway, does anybody have anything else that they wanted to say about this? Or I mean, I, I just want to say that, I mean, you know, he died in 1994 and no big loss. Good riddance. I mean, yeah. you know. And that's one of no those. No more taxpayers of the, paid for him. Well, that's one of those that he, he uh, did something with a kid. So normally those guys don't last very long. In prison, yeah. that's again. Prisoners have a morality clause, and one of them is dealing with kids. Yeah. If you mess with kids, you normally don't last in prison very long. No. That's and true. So, um, especially if they don't be with anybody by yourself. Well, or any at that of time. point, I don't think the cops care. Like in this scenario, like Elaine was saying, I think there was a guy that a cop to, or a security guard, whatever you want to call it, corrections officer yeah. that kind of I said, I think they didn't care. Peace. They were like, man, They walked out of the happens, room and said, okay. Whatever happens, happens. Do what you want to do. And they might have been complicit crying, in it. At the, that, well, so. No, because, I mean, well, it's less money on the taxpayers. Exactly. I always say that, like, I, I know a lot of people are against the death penalty, but I'm not. Well, you know, but I, in this case, he had said that he he basically wanted that. So they it, basically didn't give but, him what he wanted. But you don't give them what right. they want yeah. typically. But at the same time, it's a lot less money on the taxpayers. To, well, yeah, because one less person they got to... Because think about it. These guys, them. half of these guys, they live in freaking prison rent-free. They get paid well, some type Charles of Manson. wage half the time. And they get three meals a day. There's yeah. a lot of homeless people out there that don't, yeah, don't get jack that. shit haven't that haven't anybody. done anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. it's like, it's true. you know, sometimes you understand why some of these guys want to go into prison. Because it's like, they're probably homeless half the time, or some of them. 
you know, and it's they get a better life actually being in prison than being out. But it, it's, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's odd to think about, but, you know, but somebody has to pay for that. And it's yeah. us. Well, I mean, he wasn't the funnest person to uh, watch a thing about, but. You know, we had to get on the we had to get on the bandwagon of, you know, Dahmer we being did, pop, well, popular again all of a sudden. <laughs> well, because well, of the movie, the ten episode thing. Yes, yeah. that's why it became a thing again. Well, when it talks about confession tapes, you go, "Oh yeah, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear what he has to say." And then it's like, "Ah, oh, bummer." Yeah, it's like you the know? same stuff you've been hearing yeah, for twenty like, years. Oh, well, it's like yeah. that's what was funny about the Gacy thing. If I would have known that, we probably wouldn't have watched the Peacock one oh, because <laughs> because these conversations with a killer are better um, than other series. The one we watched was on Peacock. This one, so it would have been we didn't watch the Gacy one. Obviously, well, they didn't because, have it on Netflix yet. Well, after, the, no, know, but my point is we haven't watched that one well, because no, we learned everything to, in the Peacock one. But they made that one way too damn long. We talked about that one before. <laughs> they went on and on, yeah. But um, anyway, right, well, so... I guess we... What are we going to talk about else? in the next one? And and then in the next one, hopefully we won't be so the next eight one, months I think out. we're going to pivot a little bit from serial killers for a little bit just to kind of regroup a little bit, you know, give ourselves a little bit of break because those are kind of heavy. Um, <laughs> I mean, not that all crime's not heavy, but you know. So I think we're going to do, um, there's Netflix, there's a crime scene one called The Texas Killing Fields. Um, so I think that one will be kind of interesting. Um, it's talking about some uh, bodies of women that were found um, basically in a stretch of highway between Houston and Galveston. And okay, uh, yeah, they, I don't have they any. They found a few bodies in the eighties and a few in the nineties. So, when when I hear of... when I hear killing fields, I think about the the movie, and it's like Japan. I think though. Oh. Well, no, this was just so this like different big open pieces of land because there's, there's a lot of open land and just bodies were just like dumped, just dumped there, and they just found a body laying there. Okay, kind of a thing. So. Yeah. But yeah, and then um, what do we got? So on our other podcast, we'll have what Royal Rumble coming up, yeah, Josh, okay. and then um, I do think on Morbid Instinct too, we should the one we should do also at some point called um, I think it's called Innocent Files, the Innocent Files. So where they think they're innocent. So this is a the, lot of that, that uh, it's a lot of episodes talking about people that have spent years and years and years in prison, and that. And then they were exonerated because of DNA and different things like that. After they spent like 30 years in prison and, you know, or or because uh, witnesses were co- coerced and stuff like that. So that might be kind of a different, you know, because that won't be quite so. Yeah, that'll be like uh, a nice thing. You know, even yeah. though yeah. they spent years in prison, mm-hmm. they did. Eventually right, at least they eventually get out, yeah. Yeah, yeah so for anyone, so. and that's what I was getting at, though, was anyone following our other podcast, we'll be doing a Royal Rumble podcast on our wrestling podcast, we'll be doing the movie <laughs> Terrifier on our Scream Creeps pod- podcast, and we'll be doing... Welcome to Raccoon Welcome City. Welcome to Raccoon Sci-Fi City Graveyard. on Sci-Fi Graveyard here shortly, so mm-hmm. um, you guys will be seeing up. a bunch of podcasts <laughs> coming up here soon. All right. Well, I guess we're wrapping it up. We'll see you next time for Texas Killing Fields. And we'll hope you're listening. And if you 
want to check us out on what, the website? We have- well, yeah, you can go to theheartofgeek.com and check out every podcast we've got and all the videos we put out on YouTube. All our streams that we do on Twitch are out there, too. So, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Easy for all of us, people. Yeah. So all of us here at The Heart of Geek, thanks for joining, and we will see you next time. I don't know if I say see you, but... <laughs> Yeah. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, at one point we might do video podcasts. Yeah. We haven't started that yet. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Night. See ya. Bye.